Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. evening it's your girl claudia jordan it is monday wait is it monday i don't know what day it is anymore it is monday and we are back with some more tgif it's all blending together y'all we're here to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media so sit back relax get ready for this hot tea welcome al reynolds fresh off the red carpets hey. no. what's going on claudia oh somebody must have hooked up with trevor julian last night and party to the <laughs> morning did y'all hook connects no, I was. I missed him. I didn't see him. By the time he got here, I had I had gone to the next thing. Okay, Trevor is a friend that's a publicist. He he works with like Tyson Beckford and a bunch of other people, and he goes hard like Al. Like he's the only one I think can match energies with Al when it comes to going out. Please welcome Funky Dineva. What's up, Kim? What's going on? Listen, I am here grinning from ear to ear because y'all was in L.A. Between the blogs, the comments, and my two friends being there, bitch, I want all the tea, all the deets. Spill it. What happened this weekend? <laughs> well, the theme was nudity on the red carpet. Everyone was in sheer dresses, which I did not like. I, I did not like. I did. Mm-hmm. I thought very few of them pulled it off the way that they thought. I thought Lotta looked beautiful and glamorous. Um, I thought Summer Walker was best dressed, hands down. But I, I, I miss the days of when you would go to BT Awards and it'd be like a lot of classy outfits. I think everyone's just showing their ass now, right, Al? Yeah, pretty open. much. It was a lot of black too, Q. Like a lot of, a lot of the young ladies were black, which was kind of weird. Um, let's see, who was best dressed in my opinion? Jess Hilarious had on a very see-through, nice dress that I enjoyed. Um, yeah, and I guess Lotto did have on a nice, she had a black gown on, right? Uh, I saw one with some color. Yeah, she did. It was sheer. Sheer, was sheer. yeah. Um, I I love, I was always told early on, like on the red carpet, especially for women, always wear color. And if it's black, it has to be an amazing cut where it's like, whoa, that is unique because you mm-hmm. blend in. And a lot of times the magazines like to do an art, like a, a compare everybody like, you know, the, the, the color was green and then you make that feature. But yeah, well, I, I want to say this much, Claudia, you know, everybody has their thing and like fashion. We know you're a track and field girl. So you're not all you know, you're not all into fashion, but you you pulled it off this time. You looked really good. <laughs> I said, OK, Claudia, don't look cheap tonight. All right. <laughs> well, you know, some people that people that really have money don't really put it all on their bodies. They put it in investing in homes and cryptocurrency and investments. <laughs> Broke people, like they put it on the gram, they buy Gucci underwear and glasses and hats. Oh, what is that, is that Gucci you wearing right now? <laughs> oh, I don't mean you, I mean the other people. I mean, I'm always have an answer for you, honey. I'm always you. I have to tell you though, she had an attitude. She knew she looked good yesterday. The way she strutted down the carpet, she was ready for everybody, answered all the questions. And also, guess what? She had her toes out. So, and they look good to me. Okay, and my dress matched the nails. Here's the nails. <laughs> the nails. Nice, the nails. nice, no, nice. I, I had, it was a good time. I haven't done that in a while. So and it was nice. And Al, you did a really good job with your questions. You were really good. And Al ass is so big, y'all. <laughs> I had to put, I had to feature your butt on my Instagram story and, oh, shout, out, and shout out your butt. And one of my friends said, damn, he's in, he's in shape. I'm like, yeah, that booty's high. So yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was lifted. Q, we're going to have to make it a point to go next year. Uh, you know, a, a lot of the fans were asking me, and I'm down to go, y'all. I, I just don't be liking the celebrity events. I, I just don't, for whatever reason. I just don't. And 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 true to y'all, Claudia and Al, don't be leaving me. I really just don't be wanting to go. Right, right. 
I will tell you this though, I was really shocked at all the legends that stopped for Fox Soul. We got Big Daddy Kane, we got MC Light, we got Master P, we got Trick Daddy, we got Uncle Luke, we got Warren G, we got Yin Yang Twins, and Yo-Yo. Can you imagine having the opportunity to interview all of these legends during the 50 hip hop year anniversary or the celebration? It was, it was hands down probably one of the best experiences of my celebrity life. Yeah, it was it was lots of fun. A lot of people. There was a couple, some some good looking folks up in the building too. So there was some cutie pies there. So it wasn't all like tacky clothes. It was actually some really beautiful people there as well. Um, all right, what y'all sipping on tonight? Anybody drinking or what? We Nothing. Doing? You know, I'm I'm going out for dinner when we get off work on Monday. I knew day. So my my social life is, you know, ad adapting. My friends are actually waiting for me. So I'm going to go to dinner when I get off. Okay. No, um, nothing. You know, I'm recovering, talking all day yesterday, so I'm just having tea. I did not go to any party last night. I went to Crustaceans for some food. I'm so mad I left my leftovers in the fridge at my hotel, and uh, I'm just going to dinner with some friends tonight. That's it. All right, y'all. Let's get into the show. There's so many I'm waiting for. It's our first Monday together, our inaugural yes. day show. So, all right. So much we are celebrating Black History Month all month long, and... Hold on, party. Hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's our first Monday. Bear with us. And to celebrate the 50th anniversary of hip hop, we're going to highlight some of our favorite artists who have impacted the hip hop culture. Let's start with you, Funky. Who's your choice? I walk past these dudes when they pass me. One of them felt my booty. He was nasty. It was Queen Latifah for me. I just remember being a little girl growing up in Miami, um, singing her lyrics. Queen Latifah has always epitomized to me what females and rap should be. Y'all know I'm an old hoe. I like hip hop from the women back in the day when it was about female empowerment and they were trying to prove that they were just as good as the boys and they could hang with the boys. I can take or leave all of this sex and buy me bottles and hunch me in the ass for bags. I can take or leave that culture. But Queen Latifah, the Queen Latifahs, the MC Lights, the Yo-Yos of the world, they definitely, for me, the Salt and Peppers, Money Loves, they epitomize to me what female hip hop is all about and what I wish female hip hop would get back to. Yes, I agree with that. Okay, Al Reynolds, who is your pick? Hey, I chose um, the Lifetime Achievement Award winner of the BET Awards 2023, Busta Rhymes. And when I think about the journey of hip hop, I, you, you, this is one of the names that you think about. You've seen him go through so many different transformations, but have stayed solid to the culture, stayed solid to his messaging. Um, he's also a, a really cool entrepreneur and gives back in his community. So my vote goes to Busta Rhymes. What's that song? And my his favorite song. Let's see. Probably the favorite songs for me is "Put Your Hands Where My Eyes Can Master See." <laughs> I love that. That's my favorite. Yeah. I love that song. Yeah. Mine is him with that. I'm uh, gonna make with Janet. Him and Jack. Janet. Gonna make. Gonna make. Gonna make your body. Oh, yeah. I love that, that one too. That was and he is the king. Like his visuals and his videos are amazing. Amazing. All right. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Jay Z. Um, okay. I'm a huge fan of Jay-Z's and his evolution, um, you know, from the street boy, street New York dude, and, you know, talking about drugs and the game and the projects to how he's evolved. And he's evolved without watering down his brand. Like, it's still popping. He's still relevant. We still, like, like it. He's married to the biggest R&B person, pers uh, performer in the world. And it didn't water his, it didn't water him down. He still has his street credibility. He can kind of dip in and out of it if he wants to. He can go to Fashion Week and he can get back on the mic. And no one bats an eye. And I just love how he's kept it. I love how he's such turned out to be such an amazing businessman. And um, yeah, I'm a big fan. And he has hits, hits, hits for days. All right, fellas, let's get to some topics. Buster Ryan received the Lifetime Achievement Award at the 2023 BT Awards last night. During his speech, Buster addressed the petty beefs that are taking place in the industry and how it's messing up the bag. That was a it was a long speech. But it was something that we all needed to hear. Do you guys agree with Busta? And what did you think of the show? Al, let's go to you. Hey, you know, <clears throat> I think anybody that steps in that space and, and, and tries to neutralize some of the tension, it, it's, it's smart. And he used his platform to do it. He used BET to do it. So I thought that that was cool. Um, 
I, I, he definitely deserved this award. Everyone that I spoke on the carpet, spoke to on the carpet about him winning this, said that he should have gotten it sooner. It couldn't have happened to a better person. But let me tell you something. Did you guys know that he was in a Guinness Book of World Records? Can you guess for what? Wasn't like rapping the fastest? Would it be the fastest? Yeah, rapping the fastest? Yeah. Nine words per second. He was the, the syllables, most syllables in one second in the year 2000. I thought that was very interesting. I would imagine him and Twister would kind of maybe be next toe to toe for that because Twister raps fast too. And they just knocked J.J. Fat out of the box. Huh? Old school heads. Remember J.J. Fat? He's a rapper. I do. I do. <laughs> All right, Q, what do you think about this? Uh, did you see did you see the moment when Buster Rhyme gave a speech? So I did see the moment that Buster Rhyme gave the speech. I, I had to go back and watch it because I didn't watch the awards live. And, and I love what he's saying. You know, hip hop, we keep talking about how things have evolved and, and the people our age need to stop talking about the past, that it's gone. But some things need to devolve. And I hate this whole culture that's been created. Oh, the way for me to get in and get plays is to beef with somebody. It's just created this very tense environment mm -hmm. that didn't exist once upon a time. And we have got too many things going on socio-politically. And rap is too influential on our socio-political landscape for all this beefing to be taking place. I mean, if you can you just imagine how unity and rap would transfer into unity in real life for those populations that like like hip hop. Yeah. Well, I was there for I, the. I mean, I, I usually like to dip out of those shows early, but I wanted to stay for that. Um, Buster Rhymes got emotional at one point. He said, "You know what? I'm gonna wear it on my sleeve." And he stared in the camera at first and didn't say anything at first. And we were all wondering, like, he gave us like a mean mug, like what's happening? And then his lips started quivering and he got emotional. And let me tell you something, this moment and the moment with the Migos being on stage with the image of takeoff on the back with the laser yeah. light arm was so powerful that masculine, you know, masculinity is not compromised by showing your emotion. And it was Agreed. a beautiful moment. And I need to see, I need fellas to know that that is okay. The more he got upset, the more the audience cheered him on and supported him. It was such a dope moment. Everybody was like, let it go, let it go, let it out. And no one was like, oh, that's soft, or that's whatever they always say, call him a slur. None of that was happening. And it was super dope, you know? He talked about his kids. He talked about how he started off. He talked about his ups and downs. But think about it. Rap beef is nothing new. Matter of fact, rap started with beef, battle rapping, mm -hmm. you know? LL Cool J and Cool Mo D, young, old, young mm -hmm. heads go back. They said some vicious things about each other. Vicious things about each other. It never got violent. Jay-Z and Nas, Ether. Mm -hmm. I mean, they, these are two men that have a lot to lose to look like they lost a fight. But guess what? They kept it on wax. And they're both extremely wealthy and successful. Nas is very, very wealthy. And we all know what Jay-Z's T is, okay? So if these young men could take a page, if, if they don't get the... The, the moral part of this or like the um, the bigger message, at least get the financial message. It, it ended well for the people that kind of took the left it on the on, on, in the music and didn't take it to the streets of reality. Because back in the day, nobody was really killed. Scott LaRock got killed in 1985. He was um, Boogie Down Production. Uh, um, he was a DJ. It was a big deal. Now it's every couple of weeks we hear about this. So just take a page from the old heads. I know the young kids think they know everything. You don't want to listen to the legends. But he was, that was some real spit. I'm, I'm, I'm going. All right. So. And, and, you know, before we go on to the next topic, though, I do want to shout out and echo what Jay Holland in the chat says. Rap used to be about unity. It was. And hopefully, Jay Holland, it will get back there. That's right. All right. Speaking of the BET Awards, there seems to be trouble in paradise between a celebrity couple, Lil Uzi Vert and JT. Take a look. All right, apparently JT was upset with that little Uzi was uh, fanning out over Ice Spice, who was seated right next to him at the award show. What are your thoughts on this mess? I do remember there was a commotion, and I didn't know what it was. Uh, also, Ice Spice posted a photo of herself with little Uzi on Instagram, which I was like, are you poking the bear? What you doing? Well, let's go to you first, Q. What do you think, Q? Listen, Ice Spice was definitely poking the bear. I liked her up until that moment. I don't like her anymore because of it. That was not the moment to do that because you were sitting next to them. So you are privy to whatever that argument was about. We haven't gotten all the details, but it's giving 
a JT felt jealous slash tried slash embarrassed about something he did in relation to showing some type of attention and or admiration and affection for Ice Spice, period, hard stop. But there are so many other nuanced conversations that can come out of this. Where is the next day outrage for the domestic violence piece? Okay, because had this been the other way around, y'all would have been calling for Lil Uzi Bird's head. All right. And and y'all love to do this thing about men are not supposed to hit women. And I 100 percent agree. But where that gets dangerous is when it becomes licensed for women to hit men and expect there to be no reaction. He's a better man than I'll ever be because you wouldn't be able to hit me like that in public, especially with no device and not get hit back. I personally don't possess the maturity or the level of restraint to sit there and take what he did. But I want to know where's the outrage. Yeah. Well, you know, we're not going to get that when we're, we're kind of far away from that. We don't really we're behind when it comes to that. I will say that. Al, what do you think about this? Well, I think if I'm not mistaken, y'all, did she post about what it was about? And she said that, in fact, it wasn't about Ice Spice. It was more about the fact that when she got to the seat, she didn't have a seat. and But her man was seated. But where was her seat? So, I mean... I could see how she probably took that as some type of little slight, not paying attention to her, kind of pissed her off. They were probably fighting about something else before they got there. But I will have to say this. If I'm dating you and we're going to an awards and you know we're supposed to be seated together, when I get to my seat and I don't have a seat, oh, something's about to go down. Especially if you're over there flirting with somebody who then posted on the gram. Nah, this ain't going to work out well. I don't believe this was about a seat at all. I don't I either. Don't and, believe and, and he's not the usher. There's so many seat fillers at the BET Awards. Let me tell you something. They every year say it's full. It's sold out. It's not. Okay. There's hundreds of seat fillers that are high. You know how they're seat fillers? They have a wristband on. Okay. So uh, if it's your seat, you go, hey, that's my seat. And the seat filler is trained. They know they have to get up and go. Right. And there was plenty of seats. Um, I do think this was an alibi, which you got to say something. You know, I, I, you do. Um, mm -hmm. I think it'd be a little less easier to believe if Ice Spice didn't go and do what appears to be poking the bear. Now, if I was, if I knew there was an issue and my name was involved in it, I would have taken a picture with them as a couple to show it's all good with me. And I would put, I would put the girl in the middle, not the man, because they'll crop the girl out and you'll end up, this has happened to me before. And it makes you look like, you know, it, it just gives a, the story validity. So Ice Spice, you are new in the game. A lot of people are feeling you, the kids love you. Please don't mess it up because getting caught up in something like this because you don't want to make enemies this early on in the game because you, you know, people are feeling, they're feeling you. They are feeling you, you know, they are feeling you. So, um, and I do know that, uh, that her name was mentioned in the, the Uzi Vert uh, song, mm -hmm. but, but the, so apparently the lyric was, I got a, a dope wife or something like that. She has a short fro like Ice Spice, mm -hmm. something like that. All right. Mm -hmm. We kind of too old for this at this point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up next, a Florida man was caught with an interesting device. And later, guess what? A Hollywood couple is officially divorced. Mm, stay tuned to find out. Welcome back to TGIF. We've got 5,200 people watching and only one fifth of those have hit the like button. Hit that like button, show us love. Don't get lazy now. All right, y'all, whether good, bad, ugly, or just plain dumb, the tea is always overflowing with crazy news stories in the beautiful state of Florida. And that's why we are here giving you the 411 in What the Florida. There's so many stories we could do this every single day. Now, in Florida news, a man has been arrested after stealing a pink vibrating device from Target. Take a look. Do you have anything on you? No? Wait, go against the car. Nope, go against the car. People need food, they need water, they need all kinds of things. He stole this. Funky, what you, what you got to say about your people? Is he innocent? He's innocent. Okay. He, he innocent. Uh, <laughs> he, he, he innocent. Listen, his tussie cat got hot. I'm going to tell y'all what happened. His tussie cat got hot. 
Better yet, let me ask y'all this. Would y'all rather that man be stealing dildos or stealing somebody else's coochie? Oh, that's much yeah, great. Yes, okay then. So this is this is this is called rehabilitation. Okay. He went and he had a, a urge and he I can't even defend this man. Thank I don't, you. I, I'm just trying. <laughs> I like that you see what we I'm see. Trying. You, you, I'm you, trying. You. But listen, this is this is not listen. I can't defend him. Times is hard out here in Florida. It's been raining for four weeks straight. The cost of living is going through the roof. Everything is going up except the wages. The man said that uh, he and his wife missed a special moment. He wanted to go home and make sweet love to that lady and do some things to her in between her legs and in her butt. And he was trying to go home and make his wife happy. He is innocent. Tia T says, only in Florida. All right, moving on. Uh, okay, in other Florida news, a man was pulled over for a traffic infraction and tried to get rid of his possession of cocaine by swallowing the drug during the stop. Now, the sheriff later released the following statement. If you get caught with illegal narcotics, don't make things worse by swallowing them. He's lucky to be alive and will be heading to the Green Roof Inn once he's released from the hospital. Um, what you think about people swallowing cocaine? Well, uh, cocaine uh, people, uh, cocaine people. Okay, if you get pulled over by the police, you is supposed to swallow the drugs, bitch, or you going to jail. Okay, <laughs> so if you can't find a way to shove it up your tussy cat or put it up your grandma wig, and if you swallow it, I heard allegedly you got about a solid 30 to 45 minutes if it's single bag to regurgitate it. And if it's double bag, you might got a little longer. Uh, but it also depends on the quantity that you got because if you only got a little bit for personal consumption, they only going to take you down there, hook you, and let you go, especially if it's your first, second, maybe even if it's your third offense. But if you got enough in there for distribution and you already got prior charges, yeah, you might want to figure out a way to get rid of it. So Florida did him right by this situation. He followed the training manual. I got to say, for someone that got an economic degree from Florida State University, I would expect this <laughs> level of expertise about financial situations, not this. You really knew your stuff on the didn't he, Al? Yeah. <laughs> he knew the ins and outs. Double back, huh? <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> okay a fisherman in the florida everglades was bitten <laughs> that ain't our shark <laughs> he was bit by shark y'all he was messing with the water and the, the shark dragged him from his boat after he was washing his hands in the water take a look I can laugh because he didn't die. He didn't die. Um, what you think about this? That ain't our that ain't our shark. First of all, sharks don't even exist in the Everglades, and I'm supposed <laughs> to be there. Uh, alligators in the Everglades. That shark came from New England, the same way that bear did on the last episode that was in the beach. See, y'all don't understand. Claudia Jordan is one crafty heifer. Okay, because she know damn well them animals migrated from up north oh, yes. down here and they try to pin it on us. But I will say this, shark, no shark, crab, or alligator. Y'all, please, when y'all come down here to the Florida Everglades, to the ponds, to the lakes, keep your limbs on dry land and please stay as far from the water as possible because we do have creatures in our water, but that shark don't belong to us. Sharks ain't even native to the Everglades. So it came from New England. So that shark came from off the coast of Connecticut, is what you're telling me. If, it, if it's in the Everglades and that's what y'all want to go with. Once again, that economics degree from Florida State University <laughs> kicking in on biology, drugs, all kinds of things. Al, what do you think about this? I mean, it's. I mean, we know Florida Everglades definitely has shark. They have bull sharks, which is probably one of the hardest biting sharks in the fish uh, mammal, right? It, 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 that's what we understand. And they are in the Everglades, and that's why the Everglades um, forest rangers, I mean, not, not forest rangers, park rangers, say keep your hands and your feet, like you said, inside the boat. This is a prime example. Now he's supposed to child for that.
Uh, Paige says that shark came from Rhode Island. <laughs> and uh, Rosemary said, everybody knows to not swish no water around. Yes. Down there. Okay, they put in, uh, alligator and shark emojis in the chat. All right, that was so much fun, Soulmates. Now, if you have any leads on any Florida news, make sure you send them to our personal uh, Instagram pages for Foxhole or, or the Foxhole page. Send them to me or Al. Because Q is going to hate and intercept and act like it's all good in Florida, okay? All right, keep it locked because coming up, your favorite reality couple is officially divorced. And later, a woman shares her racial encounter at a restaurant in Buckhead, Atlanta. Keep it locked. Welcome back to more TGIF. And we just hit another mile. So in the chat, we are over 6,000 strong. We are growing every every show, I think. So thank you so much, Soulmates. We appreciate y'all. Okay, y'all, life doesn't happen bi-weekly. So why should your payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earning. Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earning app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Now, any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. Um, Q, what do you think about this? Let me tell you something. I am excited to hear about this app and hear us why. There was a time in college in my young 20s when I got caught up in the payday loan scam cycle thing. And I instantly thought about everybody out there who gets caught up in that. And I'm going to tell you something. Most times when people are broke, they honestly only need a few hundred dollars to get them over. You know, I just need $200 to get me to my next paycheck. And it is so good that something like this exists. I wish it would have existed when I was going back paying those people, all that interest been stuck in that trap pay period after pay period after pay period, having to bring them all this documentation. This is something that is easy, verifiable through your check stubs. You can get what you want. You don't have to get caught up in that payday cash advanced cycle and for those of you guys out there who you know live in paycheck to paycheck or just need a look extra to get you over the hump earning is the way to go all right very nice al anything to add to that no i think he covered it all. <clears throat> i think he covered it all oh he really did I, I think it's a great idea especially people that are really you know they can get out my inbox and trying to stop asking me to borrow money because i get sick of it y'all better go to the earning app make earning a part of your financial routine and join join earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Now download earning today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. Now when you download the earning app, type in T under podcasts when you sign up. It'll really help the show that's T under podcasts. Subject to your availability earnings, daily max and pay period max, See earning.com to slash earning card. I'm sorry. See earning.com slash TOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. Check them out. It'll really make your life a lot easier. Promotional considerations furnished by Earning. All right, let's get back to the topics. Break up alert. Break up alert. All right, Love and Hip Hop star Atlanta stars Bambi and Scrappy are officially divorced. And shortly after the announcement, Scrappy was spotted on the red carpet with his ex, Diamond, from the rap group Crime Mob. What do you guys think? Al, did you get to talk to them? Did you see them? Um, I got to talk to them, but not not um, interview them. But I spoke to them at the end of the carpet as we were going into the show. Uh, they definitely were together. And I thought they both looked nice. I mean, you know, he always looks clean and presents well at the shows. And her outfit, everything, I mean, they look happy. They look involved. So, hey, this is maybe the start or the re rekindling of something good. All right, Q, what do you think? I see. I think production, can you put that picture back up while I give my commentary, please? <laughs> <laughs> he need to go back and get Bambi, okay? Because it looked like he picked her up from the halfway house. It literally looked like he got diamond from a drug rehab place on her day of re on her day of release, gave her an outfit that was in his trunk 
okay, and told her to put this on, shook out that wig, stopped by 579, got her some slides, and she foot dragged her way across that red carpet at the BET Awards. I don't know what's going on with Mama. I don't know what's going on with Scrappy, but they both have got to see that visibly one thing is not like the other. And this is very much so giving me love and hip hop storyline. She's going to return. And for those of you girls who don't know, love and hip hop season one, diamond actually did film in the very beginning. I mean, before we even knew what love and hip hop was, she was at a scene. She heard mama D's voice. It was an ambush, heard mama D's voice and she quit the show. And it's funny because I want, cause you know, she didn't want the mess. She didn't want to be in the mess. We didn't know what love and hip hop was at that time. Now I wonder, you know, does she regret that decision seeing what love and hip hop has done all these years later? And, you know, Scrappy and all of these people are vying for storylines to keep things going and keep things fresh. And I think this is a great storyline, but it's giving that it's not real for me. I'm going to have to agree with you when I saw them on the red carpet. Now it was either I feel uncomfortable because I just got divorced last Tuesday. So I'm a little bit away, like on the red carpet. I didn't see them hugged up. I seen them look very like awkward and maybe this was their first public appearance, but I see some people in the chat saying that they were up in, what did they say? Syracuse or somewhere upstate New York. They were hosting a party up there, I think together. So you might be right. You might be onto something there uh, because I did find their body language should not be that. I don't know. I think when you're happy and you're with something, you're like, you know, you put the hand in the chest and I don't and know. I'm not trying to be funny. God knows I'm not, but you just don't leave the glitz and glam of what you had and then show up with diamond in the current state. And that's, that's the, that's the nicest way I can put that. Honey, these men do this all the time. I've just had a conversation with my friends about men when they have one thing in the thing that they go to and you'd be like, so you like Dusty better. Got it. <laughs> I know I Bambi was Dusty. sitting home. I know Bambi was sitting home somewhere just laughing her ass off. Cause that's Bambi, what I was doing. Bambi is a total glamazon. She's a glamour girl. And so was Erica actually. So, all right, well, I hope that diamond gets it together and then she could, you know, they can maybe coordinate their looks on the red carpet. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Because <laughs> Patty LaBelle honored the legendary Tina Turner at the awards show last night by performing Turner's hit song, The Best, but it appeared that she struggled with the lyrics. Uh, there was a point where she said, I can't see the prompter, uh, the words. Um, I need y'all to, like, I'm trying my best. Are y'all surprised? Uh, what you think about this moment? <laughs> this moment was embarrassing to me. It was also, I, don't, I know she didn't intentionally mean to do it, but it felt disrespectful. And it just wasn't a good look for BET to let those um, fans or whoever it was stand in front of her teleprompter. This was a tribute to Tina Turner, and it should have been pulled off better than this. But I was also thinking, y'all remember Tina and Patty, they, they haven't been friends since 1985 when Patty tried to get a hug from Tina at that live AIDS concert. Remember, I know that they've had some problems in the past, but it's just so weird that this happened to Patty at a tribute for Tina, even though, you know, we know that there was some undercurrent of, of Patty and Tina not getting along. If there was that, I, I think it would probably would have been best to not even ask her to do that. To just, right. put, you know, you're, you're put in a position to fail no matter what. If it's not perfect, people going to say you, you, you sabotage it on, perfect, on, on purpose. Q, what did you think about this? And I, I was actually, I was shocked about this. And this is no disrespect to Patti LaBelle. I would think someone in the business that long that really knows music, like, you know, the words are all like damn every song, right? I would think Patti LaBelle would really know Tina Turner as one of her big hits. I was surprised at that. Now me, I don't know any words, any songs. So I, you know, but, but Patti LaBelle, I was surprised. Q, what'd you think about that? Here's the thing, right? And it's gonna hurt my heart to have to give it to Patti, but I'm gonna have to give it to her raw. It was disrespectful as hell, and it was lazy as all get up. We are not going to pretend like Patti LaBelle was called 24 hours before the show to do the show. Knowing that Tina had just died, that all eyes would be on you, it would seem to me that in the days and the weeks leading up to the concert, you would have the sheet, you have your iPad going, you would be learning the song in your ears. As seasoned as Patty is, I find it extremely lazy 
that she showed up to the performance with the intention of solely depending on the teleprompter. Now I did a YouTube video on this and I did an Instagram post and a lot of y'all are like, she's 79 years old, give her a break. Absolutely not. If she's 79 years old and her faculties are leaving her, then it is time for her to sit her 79 year old ass down. And I love Patti LaBelle. And a lot of people were saying she don't even remember her, the lyrics to her own songs. That being said, baby, you go out on top. If she's at a point now where her faculties are leaving her and she's unable to remember songs, then she does not need to be performing. It's just that simple. This was so disrespectful. The respectful thing at a minimum would have been to remember the damn lyrics. And it's not like they make you sing the whole song when you do a tribute. You sing maybe first verse, chorus, and you send the people on home. So unfortunately, I'm not giving Patty a pass on this because she is too seasoned, too experienced, and she should have taken the time to remember the lyrics because it was going to be an honor to Tina. I did hear some rumblings about that she was a last minute booking for them, that there was somebody else. I heard that. I'm not sure. I got to find out that's true. And I also see in the chat, people saying Patty and Tina were cool. It was the queen, Aretha, that didn't see Eva Patty. Uh, we got to make sure about that. Is that? Yeah. No, okay. well, Al no, said no, it had A clip resurfaced. So Donna Johnson says, let's give Miss Patty Grace. And Sunny Levin says, Patty was very disrespectful. So they took it as disrespect. Yeah, I mean, because here's the thing, right? Let's just say hypothetically, if it was Keisha Cole, y'all would be on here wringing her neck. But because it's Aunt Patty and we we love her and she's older, we want to do this, give her a pass thing. But I'm sorry, because you are more seasoned, I hold you to a higher standard. Now that they're in the chat saying she couldn't see, we understand that. But it's a it's Tina. It's like saying like a, a very uh, their peers and uh, Claudia. Hear me uh, out. I don't want miss me with. Reno made it through the whole damn American Idol and couldn't read. Okay. No, I, I'm she a, went I'm, in the back and sang the songs and listened to them and had to remember them. I'm not expecting a 79 year old to have the memory of a a, a 19 year old. But come on now, y'all. Yeah, I, I'm just surprised she didn't know the song. Period. I'm surprised. All right. Coming up, a woman shares her racial encounter at a restaurant in Buckhead in Atlanta, Buckhead, Atlanta. And later, find out why Celine Dion's My Heart Will Go On has spiked in streams. I know it's something shady. Stick around. <laughs> Welcome back to more TGIF. Before we go on, I have to say that for a little while, we hit 8,000 people in the chat. So we have double, like triple what we kind of used to get like back in the day. Like we are growing. So thank you, soulmates. All right, soulmates, have you ever thought about how you would handle yourself if you were placed in the midst of an unexpected situation? Well, we'd like for you to chime in as we present various scenarios in a fun segment we like to call hashtag WWYD. What would you do? All right, y'all, a Chicago mother and her 14-year-old son were facing murder charges after the teen shot a man for punching his mother during an argument at a restaurant. Well, according to the prosecutors, the charges have been dropped. What are your thoughts, and what would you guys have done in this situation, Al? You know, I'm torn on this one, Claudia. Now, the son did what a son is supposed to do. If someone is harming your mother, you, you definitely going to get your ass handed to you. But you know what I thought was little bit interesting was I, I don't have kids but to me this is a terrible burden to put on a 14 year old kid because she called him he was at home she called him and texted him to come down to the place because it was getting heated and obviously you know bring the heat and he definitely did it but i just thought that that was very uh like a a a horrible predicament to put him in because at 14 years old if these charges were not dropped he could find himself in the correction center and even in prison for the rest of his life so what would you do uh, i would have probably shot him in his leg or something like to hurt him but not to kill him okay all right q what would you do you know, I 100% agree with Al, and we need to get Iyanla on the show and have do this story later. She did it once about women making their sons their emotional husband. 
if anything, she should have called the son and told the son to bring her the gun and she shoot him. But right. to put the son in the position to be her protector, that's her making him her emotional husband. I don't necessarily agree with that. And typically, I don't agree with people getting into a little scuffle and then a gun get pulled out. But the way he punched that woman, he deserved and then his family member got hot ass down to the internet talking about right or wrong, he got a family and he got kids that's going to miss him. And you know, whenever somebody start a sentence with right or wrong, they ass is wrong. <laughs> he was wrong and this is what happened. He punched that woman so hard. Nah, sorry. See, see you on the other side, brother. I I'd have shot his ass. I agree. The man should have been dealt with. I don't know if he should have been murdered, but he should have been dealt with. I think, and I agree with you guys about putting the burden on a kid. Why are you calling a child to come save you? Call uh, your brother, call your cousin, call your boy. Your child. And why does your child have access to a gun? Yeah. Your kid is 14. Yeah. Like. I would have done is called a grown man to come handle this. Or bring me the gun. I'm shooting him. At a minimum. If you didn't have a grown man to call, you shoot him. Because this guy, this kid's been put in such a bad place. Like, he had probably felt like he had no choice. That's his mama. Yeah. All right, y'all. Over the weekend, radio host Darlene McCoy shared an unpleasant experience of racism at a restaurant in Buckhead, Atlanta. Take a look. I placed my order. What is your name? I said Darlene. This joker put darky, D-A-R-K-Y. Yeah, I'm like, why would you call me darky? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I know your name is Darlene. I said, so why didn't you put Darlene? What would you guys have done in this situation? You know, I watched uh, Miss Darlene's video and um, she exercised so much grace because as she went on and talking about how she tried to confront him, she asked him for a refund. He said he wouldn't give her a refund. Then he was trying to, you know, patronize her, talking about this was just for me. I know your name is Darlene. Then he called her Darling when it was time to get her order. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lie to you. Uh, um. I don't have any tolerance for racism these days. I probably would have turned over every goddamn thing in that restaurant and slung my, I, I would have asked for an extra large soda and I don't That's what I would have done. So that's what you would have done. Okay. All right, cool. I'm going to correct the mishap in the last story. You guys, I got y'all. Al, what, what would you have done? Um, I, I think I would have probably just walked out and never came back and probably have gave, left a very bad review. I would have definitely hit him with a bad review on you, but whatever. But I will say this. I didn't mean to cut you off, Claudia. What Miss Darlene did in, in, in exercising that, that tolerance and that patience, the story has grown. The, I love all the Instagram sites that I saw that have put the business name, information, their social media. It's going to hit them where it hurt. So Darlene sent me an update that the, they turned down, they shut up the Yelp so people can't comment, which, no. Yelp, you are assisting with covering up the racism here, the customers should be able to post their experience and people should be able to comment. If you don't like the feedback and Yelp, you are complicit in this. Why are you helping? Why are you, why are you turning it off where people can't like leave their feedback? They may go be to Google reviews. Go to so then y'all, if y'all can't go to Yelp, go to Google reviews. Cheesesteak in Buckhead. Woody's cheesesteak in Buckhead. Woody's cheese and Miss Darlene, I'm not gonna lie. I girl, get your money. Go get you an attorney. Go get you an attorney and sue their ass. I, I mean, I, even if you get a hundred thousand dollars out of the deal, sue their ass. And and just a little backstory. Darlene is a gospel singer. She's a radio personality. I when I used to work at the Ricky Smiley Show, she was one of my favorite people in that building. She's the most kind and pleasant woman you'll ever meet. Like this could not have happened to a kinder person than Darlene McCoy. Please support my girl. Follow her and offer her words of encouragement and and spread the word about this racist place. Real quick, uh, I wanted to say that um, the story before uh, the child wasn't called like didn't call him to come down. He was in the car. She calls him over. Mm -hmm. So that's what happened. Uh, it was so it was more of a, you know, in the spur of the moment. So that kind of mm -hmm. changes the dynamics of things a little bit. I just want to correct that. So y'all can stop yelling at me in the chat. Okay. Coming up, Celine Dion's hit song, My Heart Will Go On. 
has spiked in streams. Find out why. We know why, because y'all are shady as hell. We'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back to more TGIF. According to various reports, Celine Dion's Titanic theme song, My Heart Will Go On, has spiked in streams since the story unfolded of the missing submersible. It's also been reported that Netflix is scheduled to stream Titanic on its platform starting July 1st. Funky Dineva, go ahead. I see you. No, now, you know, it's one thing for the people to be messy. It's another thing for the corporation to be messy. Now, listen, the people have already suffered the ultimate fate for their stupidity. For y'all to be going around capitalizing off of it, intentionally miss Netflix, that's just wrong. Now, Celine Dion, she ain't got nothing to do with it. Collect your coins, sis. But y'all messy downloading this lady's song, making all these TikToks and these memes, and that's why it's going through the roof. And I'm curious to know why Celine Dion is doing that 700-year residency in Vegas. Is she going to continue to do that song, or out of respect, will she pull it out knowing what its connotation now is? I think she's ending it because of health reasons now. I think she's not doing the um, residency anymore. She's so. been there for 700 years, so good. Mm. So, so her heart won't go on with that. Okay, Al, what do you think about this? Think hey, I thought it was, I thought it was clever PR and marriage of PR and marketing. You know, Spotify, all of the streaming uh, platforms are getting this extra streaming, as well as Netflix, like you said, announcing that they're going to run Titanic July first. So, hey, they just taking advantage, taking advantage of a moment, and they're about to make a lot of money because. Obviously, the Titanic brings in a lot of money. Damn it, man. It's business. All right, y'all. In honor of black, in honor of the fashions or lack thereof that hit the red carpet at the BT Awards, we're going to play a fun game of hit or miss. First up, Summer Walker and Lil Meech, hit or miss. Summer Walker hit all day long. Lil Meech could have dressed much better than this. He put no effort in, but Summer Walker gave him all she had, baby. I, I yeah, and Summer Walker, I say they, I think, I mean, at the end of the day, they look nice, but he did look a little like her security, but they kept it all black. They look nice. I saw the two of them. I like the way they moved on the carpet. Summer Walker, this is how you answer people coming for your relationship. You show up with him holding your hand. You killing everybody in the red carpet. I think you were best dressed and your body looked great. Hair, makeup, glam. You weren't tacky. You were classy. And she's shown the girls to be sexy without everything all hanging out. Nice silhouette. I love it. All right. Next, we have uh, Big Lotto. Hit, I'm sorry. Next, we have Lil Boosie. Hit or miss. <laughs> <laughs> Little Bootsing stopped at uh, stopped at Foxhole and talked to us, even though we talk bad junk about him on the show. I, I loved his outfit. It was red. It looked young. He had on his hip hop sneakers, which was his, which was his, you know, paying homage. I, I really liked it. I mean, I thought he looked young, fresh, and 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 it was nice. All right, Q. I mean, he looked fly and he looked clean. It's just when you bump him up against Summer Walker, I, I don't know which one of them is going to the wrong place. Like, I just, <laughs> where were we going? We had ball gowns and we had family reunion short sets. No. Um, <laughs> due to lack of cohesive theme or distinct theme, I'm going to go ahead and give him a hit. I went up to Lil Boosie. I said, hi, I'm Claudia with Fox Low. We talked, we talked about you here. I know who you are. <laughs> Fun fact, I did the independent video with him and Webby back in the day. Don't blink, you'll miss it. Um, I think this is on brand for him. I would never expect for him to show up in a suit. And the BT Awards is the one award show where you can have short sets that be at the barbecues, the ghetto ass barbecues in the hood, okay? All the way up to elegant, you know, fashion. So this is on brand. No one should dress in a way that it's not on brand for them. And this is on brand for him. So I'm going to give him a hit, I guess. Yes. All right. Next we have Big Lotto, hit or miss. Q, hit or miss. Hit. Hit. Um, it's a hit. She looked nice. For whatever reason, though, I would just personally like Lotto to look younger. Um, there's something about her look 
that gives very matronly. I don't know if it's all the bundles. I don't know if it's how voluptuous she is for her age, but she definitely was a hit. She looked nice. Okay. Al, what do you think? Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say a hit. I mean, it was a lot of material going on, but I will say this on the carpet. Q, that picture really doesn't give her all the justice that she's due because on the carpet, she looked absolutely beautiful. Her hair was full. She smelled good. Her makeup was flawless. Um, I, I would have liked to have seen less of the material, but I love seeing her leg and, and the split. So I'm going to give her a hit. I'm going to say with all the people that came half naked with just like pasties or just nipples out or thongs, which I did not like. I, it was refreshing to see a, a, a female rapper that came that decided to go classy. It was sheer, but it didn't look stank, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, she does have a lot. She has a lot of she She has she kind of gives and I do this too, kind of pageant girl glam, like the mm-hmm. big hair, the big. OK, hair. that's a good way to describe it. It's, pa- it's, it's pageant. It's like South big hair. Mm-hmm. But that is a beautiful girl. Mm-hmm. That is a beautiful her teeth, her face, and, and she won the best uh, best fem- new female artist, right? Rapper, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think she looked good. I'm gonna give a hit, but I would like to see her in color though. I don't like black on the red carpet in the summertime. Right. All right, Ice Spice, hit or miss? Ice Spice, hit or miss? Al. He, I don't know. I'm gonna have to pass on this one, Claudia. I, I, I did. I couldn't figure out everything that was going on. Obviously, she's a pretty girl, um, but the outfit just didn't resonate with me at all. Okay, Q. It's funny because I don't want to give her a miss, but like Al said, it's just I, I have to. It's, it's just something ain't pulling me. I don't know if it's the hair. I don't know if it's the the, the, the sheer carve outs. Miss. Uh, I, it's 1000% a miss for me. From the <laughs> hair, the baby hair, the outfit, the very pale skin, I think it's getting very much goth. And when you're that pale and you wear black, it's like, it really, it's like accentuates it. I think she is a hot new artist. She could have done much better than this. I don't like the dress. And I don't like the sheer thing like Showing the coochie like that, and it's uh, it's ugly, and I think she could do better, and I think she will. So, uh, we don't have time for scrappy. Do we have time? Scrappy, well, I, I, miss. I already read diamond for filth, child. Glorilla. I thought he looked good. Glorilla, no, diamond's dress was too big for her. I think. All right, this was fun. I want to thank my co-host Funky Daniva Al Reynolds for joining me, of course, and killing it. And thanks for watching us on YouTube. We hit 8,000 tonight. Stay tuned for Black Water Horse Movies. Catch it on our YouTube channel and website. We will see you back tomorrow because we find it. Bye, soulmates. Have a good night.